Galantis. David Getter, a little mix and heartbreak anthem. It's the one, two, three show with James Ross. Let's do trash talk now with Marcy Trent Long. Hey, Trash Talk listeners. Today we want to talk about a fairly elusive topic, one I've been struggling with for over a year now. It's about plastic's carbon footprint. And what do we mean when we say plastic carbon's footprint? We talk about plastic pollution in Asia, and we normally think about the impact on our oceans, right? Well, it turns out that reducing plastic waste also helps in the battle against global warming. The question is, how? So today, to help us answer that question is Clemens Kunze, Deputy Director of the Heinrich Boll Foundation here in Hong Kong. This green think tank with offices around the world, including Hong Kong, recently produced a report called the Asia Plastic Atlas Asia Edition. And in that report, they discussed the impact of plastic pollution on climate change. So let's get into it. Welcome to the show, Clemens. Thank you very much, Marcy. It's great to be here at, at, <laughs> at RTHK. Yeah, it's yeah. a so it is. A, well, let's just take a step back. And Heinrich Ball opened their offices a year ago or so, right? Why Hong Kong, and what is your plan vision going forward? Yeah, so as you said, we are a green think tank. Um, we have a couple of offices here in Asia already, and with this Hong Kong office. We try to do more research on issues that are dear to us, environmental issues, um, economic issues, issues of that are of concern for whole society. And Hong Kong is a great place because um, it, it's right in the middle of Asia. Everyone can come here. It's a city normally, where, <laughs> normally, normally, if there wouldn't be a COVID. One of the things that I thought was interesting was that you are a green think tank, right? And and you do already have offices around the world, but this Hong Kong office is kind of unique, right? The goal is to create this global dialogue, right? Yeah, so the idea is that we felt that in Europe, people still don't fully understand all the developments that are going on in Asia. So there is a need to really learn a little bit more what is happening in Asia and what are the impacts for the rest of the world. But on the other side, we also felt that it's really good to bring people together. And Hong Kong is one of those places where you can, if there wouldn't be COVID, where you really can do this. Everyone can come here. You have great, bright minds in the city already. And you can just talk about the issues that are of interest and concern for all of us. Right. And and what are some of the... So recently, one of the key things uh, that came out and that we've noticed is that Heinrich Boll prepares a number of atlases. So they've done an agricultural atlas. My favorite is Insect 2020 Atlas. Right. Uh, <laughs> everything you want to know about your friends and foes, the little insects. Mm -hmm. So uh, explain maybe about the atlas focus, but also about the Plastic Atlas Asia. All right. Yeah, thanks. Um, the atlases, we really like them. Um, we have developed this a couple of years ago. And the idea is that you look at one topic and break it down into easily digestible parts. And, and you use a very easy language that everyone can understand and add a lot of pictures and infographics. 
And then the idea really is to relate complicated topics to people's lives so that people are not just informed, but then the readers can also take up action and, and do the next step. And the one on plastic, um, with the Asia version on plastic, we tried to highlight that Asia has become the world's largest producer of plastic. <laughs> and some of the countries and places here, like Japan, like Korea, like Hong Kong, they're really at the top of the world's consumption of plastic. Um, so there is no denying. But at the same time, um, a lot of countries here in the region, they really struggle with managing this mess. And the plastic crisis seems to getting bigger and bigger, and nobody <laughs> seems to have a solution. So we thought, as a first step, we make one publication that highlights the scale of the crisis, and then also that highlights a couple of practical first steps of what can be done. Yeah, and what I love about your reports, and Trash Talk listeners, this is really great, is that all of your images and the, the stuff in your report is something called Creative Commons, which means you can use it if you want, it's just as long as you attribute it. Uh, but the graphics are really great. Even if you want to throw it out on social media to prove a point, talk about plastic or something like that, it's it's really a really well done publication. So, And it's Creative Commons, which means anyone can use it. That's yeah. part of the purpose, right? Thank you very much. Um, yeah, th th I mean, that is totally part of the purpose. I mean, we really want that people use it and, and spread it and that, that, that everyone learns like how big this crisis is. And one of the important parts of this crisis is not only the plastic that we see in the ocean, but the plastic that's contributing to climate change. So maybe you could uh, break apart that for a little bit, which is, you know, how plastic maybe, what are the key, one of the key things that plastic does to reduce climate change? Yeah, all right. Let me try. So, I mean, first of all, plastic is this fantastic material, no? That, I mean, there's a reason why it's so widely used. It's cheap, it's like, like formable, it's lightweight. Um, it has all these great features, but they come at a cost. And the, the biggest factor for this is plastic is a petrochemical. So it's essentially made out of oil and natural gas. So um, that already leaves a large carbon footprint of plastic. But then at all stages of production, like from getting it out of the earth to manufacturing, then to transporting it, and then even after its life has officially finished, when we don't use it anymore, it goes into landfill or incinerators and produces again carbon. So it's essentially like really bad for the climate from the very beginning to <laughs> all the way to all the, the end. way through through the life. But then one of the problems is that that is not really priced in. So plastic being so cheap, that is one of the reasons why it's so widely used. But all these negative environmental and health externalities, they are not priced in. They are basically paid then by someone else later on. And those others, it's us as people, it's societies, it's governments, and it's essentially the environment. Right, and that, and that, for instance, in Hong Kong will be, if they come out with it, the plastic deposit scheme, right? Theoretically, it's, it's 
either the consumer or the producer, someone's got to pay for the waste somehow. Um, or I suppose the government in some cases. And yeah, up to this totally. point, it's been mostly the government, right? But what about reducing overall the amount of waste that we generate? So there's, you know, the big picture plastic that, yes, it, it was quite the aha moment for me too, to think about that in the documentary story for plastic, story of plastic or whatever, that, that you know, what I'm holding my empty plastic PET bottle is actually just fossil fuel. But um, reducing overall the plastic and waste, how, how does that help with climate change? I mean, reducing waste and reducing plastic, uh, first of all, is a really good thing to do. I mean, that uh, <laughs> because the, the problem with plastic is even if we recycle it, it doesn't go away. So reducing is the, the only real solution that we have. Um, now, that's hard to do in a place like Hong Kong, where, for example, more than 95% of our food is imported and then packaged. Like without this plastic packaging, we would need to do a lot of things very different. But that's where we have to start. Like this throwaway culture needs to be rethought. We, we need to find a way as societies to get rid of this throwaway culture, throw this culture away if you want. <laughs> um, but then also the, the industry behind plastic manufacturing, they are thinking the other way around. They want to increase their factory capabilities, and and um, and the numbers are really large. I mean, the projections are that in the next 20, 30 years, plastic production will double, um, if not more, which means that problem is not going away, but reduction is the only solution. Um, so, of course, we all have to play our part, but essentially it's the responsibility of those that produce it. They need to stop doing this. <laughs> or at least find some alternatives, right? So yeah. it is true that, right, the argument has been posed that plastic is lightweight. So therefore, when you're transporting it around, there's less carbon emissions than, let's say, glass. Or maybe in the process of making it, there's fewer carbon emissions in the recycling than than recycling aluminum or something. So. So, at the, so producers seem to like it because it is it's lightweight. You can change the model, etc. But are there any arguments, you know, in favor of that? Then, well, I mean, yes, it is more lightweight, and and that is one of the big arguments for plastic, and and not just for packaging, but also for a lot of consumer goods, um, and uh, even for transport, for cars, for planes, whatever. But. I think one of the problems that we have is that our supply chains have become so complicated and so complex. And one possible way around would be, if, if you highlight the transport issue, to stop more locally. Um, I mean, again, in a place like Hong Kong, that's not an easy one. But there are solutions and, and there are possibilities. And I mean, there are all these great initiatives that try to um, avoid packaging at all, so where you use your refillable and reusable packages. So there are ways around. There are, thank God for zero waste stores, right? And then um, I think in your research report too, you document a bunch of zero waste villages in um, Japan right, yeah. and the Philippines. So maybe we could, you know, do a zero waste village in Lama or 
<laughs> Why not? Why not? I'll test it out. That would be a great idea. Yeah. I know. It would be really fun. And then we could all go live there. When I read your report, also the last one, the last question about this climate change link is that microplastics seem to mess up the carbon sink in the ocean. And Trash Talk listeners, this is a little bit technical, right? But the ocean helps with climate change. So accepting that idea. How do microplastics interrupt that? Yeah, that's indeed a little bit a technical one, but let me try to explain it in very simple terms. So you have all this plankton in the ocean and plankton effectively absorbs carbon dioxide um, and then grows and reproduces. And then plankton gets eaten by other planktons and by other um, organisms in the ocean. And that happens on the upper levels of water. And then at one point when the plankton dies, it sinks down and it carries with it the uh, carbon and stores it in the oceans, in the, in the lower levels. And then that storage sometimes lasts for decades, millennia. But it's it's an issue that is still under research. So we know the mechanism in general, but we don't know yet all the details. Uh, but what we do know is that microplastics in the upper levels in the ocean, they interfere with this because they compete with the plankton uh, for the light. And they also reduce the light that goes through in the water. So um, if this like carbon pump mechanism gets out of control, we lose one of the big carbon storage mechanisms. In and that has a huge impact for climate change. Okay. All right. To, to be learned about more trash talkers. If you want to learn more about that, how, uh, how plastic impacts and are reducing plastic impacts climate change, or if you just want to learn a little bit more about the plastic waste problem here in Asia, please look up the Asia Plastic Atlas. You can just Google that probably, the Asia Plastic Atlas and Asia Edition, right? Yeah. Or look on the Heinrich Boll Foundation's website. Yeah. And if you need to, or send us a question and we'll, we'll ta- <laughs> tag you on the report. It's a super interesting report and we really appreciate you guys making it. Clemens, thank-, thank you so much for coming in and explaining all that. Thank you very much, Marcy. It was great being here. <laughs> you can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas, If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. Thanks very much to Marcy Trent Long.